Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Shipping on this podcast. Um, and it's Kathy, uh, alone still, because I still haven't gotten a co-host. Um, today, though, my co-host is going to be my caller. He's a repeat caller, and I know him really well. Um, it's Brandon. I forget what his episode number was, but when he called in, he was an ex-sex addict who went sober and was sober for a long time and was married and had a kid and was doing really effing great. And he sent me a, an email recently. That said, uh, he fell off the wagon and he fell off the wagon hard. So uh, that's that's the story. So we're going to talk to Brandon. And um, I'm assuming he has some pretty hardcore sex stories. Because when this guy was a sex addict, he fucked everyone. Men, women, you know. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Um, so anyway, I'll be right back on with Brandon. Do you have a story? lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous strictly anonymous Hey, Brandon, you're on with just me by myself again. Still, I'm still by myself. No co-host. That's okay. How are you doing, Kathy? I'm doing good. I need a co-host, though, actually. I don't like doing the show without a co-host. I think, I don't know if you've listened to my episodes recently, but I suck by myself. <laughs> I need somebody <laughs> else. I need somebody else. I, what were you going to say? I listened to, Ma- I listened to the Maverick Man episode. That's the last one I listened to. And I thought so, I was kind of bo- it was kind of boring, and that was my fault. Uh, no, I didn't think it was boring. You didn't? You know, no, no. I thought the guys were engaging and they had good stories. Yeah, totally. I think though that I get too serious if I don't have a co-host. I don't know. I I've taped a couple that I haven't aired yet, and I just suck without somebody. I just need somebody. So I'm gonna have like revolving co-hosts because I have a couple different guys that want to do it, and. It's too hard scheduling. Like, it was too hard with Tommy because he had too much going on that I lost so many people that wanted to be on the show so many times. And then I'd be fucked because I wouldn't have somebody to air, you know? So, and I can't do that. I just need to be able to do when someone's ready. Like, look, you're available on Friday at 6, but then you switch to 6.30, you know, and shit happens. Right. It's really easy for me to be flexible because the stuff is in my house. It's hard when it's uh, have to rely on somebody else. But if I have three people... You know, and I could always have somebody. I will. So, you know, that's what's going to happen eventually. But it's just going to be me. You got a backup for your backup. I need a backup for my backup for my backup. And since there's a Tommy on the intro, like I said this a long time ago, like every guy who comes in has to be named Tommy because that's it's all, you know, it's in everything that we created already. So I'm just going to have a lot of different Tommies. There'll be Tommy number one, Tommy number two, Tommy number three. (laughs) And I'm sure regular Tommy will be back eventually every now and then. I just can't, you know, I can't revolve. I can't work around his schedule anymore. He's like the drummer from Spinal Tap. Oh, I don't remember that movie. Really? Is that (laughs) why? Is that they just always had a different one? Yeah, they just always, yeah, just. You, you got to see it, it. It was funny. Believe me, somebody out there is laughing right now. Yeah, and see, if I had a guy co-host that was hip on shit like that, like, he'd be talking about it, and then you guys would have a conversation, it would be so much better than just me alone. Do you understand? Because that just, like, went over my head. I don't even know what you're talking about, so we can't even talk well, about you have it. Well, you have to have seen the movie Spinal Tap. They keep losing their drummer and they just replace it with another guy. But yeah, that I, is. I think you'll find somebody. It, it, it is listen, Spinal you, Tap. You, you can also... You know, doesn't, does it have to be a guy? What about another, uh, a, a woman? Yes, I always want it to be a guy, only because I get mostly men that call in, and I feel right. like I need a guy's opinion. Like, you know, I'm the girl. Like, I feel like it's I need an, uh, it needs to be me and a guy because you need the guy's perspective. That's what I definitely okay. feel is needed. Sometimes I'll have right. someone on, sometimes I won't. But, you know, whatever. We don't care about that. 
It's just hey, on the side. How are you doing with the insemination thing? Oh, my God. You asked that in an email, and I said, okay, we'll talk about it on the show. The insemination thing, this is the deal. I'm doing um, – everything's going really well, but I'm using a surrogate now, so I don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, That's my story. All right. Good luck to you. Thanks. It's all good now. I don't need luck anymore. Before, when I was trying on my own, I needed a lot of luck. It was hard. I was too I was older, too old to have a baby, you know, so the chances were so slim. Now my chances are, you know – like anybody else's like there won't be a problem but let's talk about you because you i mean i love your i mean you fell off the wagon and you fell off the wagon hard so yeah. i'm expecting to hear some stories i mean oh I, and you have okay, many I, so you're still off the wagon <laughs> uh no 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 back on the wagon okay um what happened was was a combination of um uh, my wife was going away uh-huh and it was that time of the month, the week before she went away. Mm-hmm. And so things were, you know, just nothing was happening physically between us, which is, which, okay, fine, not a problem. But then I mean, she, she just had away. her period, so she couldn't, right. like, screw you for, like, three days. So that's not a big deal. Yeah. So between our working schedule and that, and then she went away on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, and then the worst thing happened was, I got, um, uh, I was on Facebook and I saw a former coworker who is extremely young. She just, I think she just turned 20. Okay. And how old are you again, Brandon? 45. And how old's your wife? She is 35. Okay. And so I said, she posted a selfie and I said something kind of cheeky, but cute kind of thing, you know, and she then sends me a text. And the text was innocuous. How you been? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'm doing good. Wife's away. You know. And then she she said something to the effect of, oh, is the, is the cat going to play? And I said, depends who I'm playing with. Just, again, kind of flirting, but not really meaning it. And then she sends me a picture. Like a and titty picture, picture? Like what kind oh, of picture? It, yes, it was a titty picture. You're kidding. Just and, well, first of all, wait, wait. But did you like did you and this girl have like sexual chemistry when you guys worked together? Do you still work together, you and the girl? No, 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 we don't work together. Okay, but like um, wh- why did she feel comfortable? Is this what girls do nowadays? They just send titty shots to guys like that? Or did I you guys so. have a history? No, no history. It was always very uh because I was her her boss in effect, I, I never thought of anything other than boss subordinate relationship. Oh, you know? She was, and, she, you were her boss. Yeah. So, but you know, she was also significantly younger and I, you know, I didn't even think of her in that way. I just thought this is just a nice girl that I work with. And that's that. I never think of my, I've learned long ago, never shit where you eat. Is she hot? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Okay. She's hot. She's, she's, she's a little, chubby but not like it's kind of like you know that freshman 15 kind of chubby Uh you know so she has big boobs she has yeah she has big boobs and then it was just the texting and then the pictures and then it went from texting what do you mean so she just sends you first of all how did she have your phone number to text you um if i'm not mistaken it's on my facebook page okay so so, you know, she just sent the text, and plus, plus, I always didn't use either that, or I always have my employees always have my number in case they needed to call out or they were going to be late. So, what do you do? Do you mind telling me what you do? No, I'm in sales. I'm in sales. So, and what was her position? She was a receptionist. So this is the receptionist. But why? This is what I want to know. Is this just how? I mean, and maybe we could just discuss this first. Is this just how women are nowadays? Like they'll just send a titty shot to a guy, like right off the bat, I, like that. I think with the advent of Instagram and and stuff like that, because there's a, there's another kid that works for me now who's in the same age range, and I he talks about his conquest. And the girls do the same thing to him. I think it's this generation with the technology that's at hand that just makes it more carefree. Yeah, her face wasn't in it to begin with, you know? So I think they figure that, oh, it's anonymous at first. It could be anybody. But then you say, well, 
you do have that tattoo on your forearm that's also covering up part of your body that's kind of identifying. But she so, sent you a full on her tits out of her bra, like a shot of yeah. like her tits. Yes. Wow, I'm never going to get a guy. I would never do that. Is that what you have to do to get a guy nowadays? <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's that generation. I think that's what the 20-somethings do. People our age are a little bit more... Hesitant, know, right. Yeah, hesitant or realize the ramifications of sending yourself exposed out to the world like that. Right. So, um, so then it went from, like I said, texting to sexting and... Then I said, the worst thing I could do was, oh, you're just doing this as a goof. You're just trying to turn me on. She's like, pick me up now. What? Yeah. It's so like, interesting. So, so this girl's just horny, and somehow she just smelled it from a mile away that you're like this ex-sex addict that would just yeah. hop on that bandwagon. Because like, oh, or, yeah. unless she sent it out to 10 other guys before you, I don't no. know. Well, she may have. Who knows? She had a, a bunch of pictures that didn't look recent, you know, because there were different outfits on. So I'm sure I'm not the first one to enjoy her. Oh, yeah. Picture. I had a guy sex me all the time. He sent me his dick pics. And he would act like he's like, this is him right now. It's like I caught him so many times, like sending me the same pic or like the background. Yeah. It's like you're not even home. It's like light out, but you're sending me it at night. Like, you know, they send, they recycle them, of course. Right. So, so. With everything that was being, you know, she sent videos, she sent pictures. What? Vi so, oh, yeah. Videos of what? Like her, uh, her jerking using, off? Uh, using a, yeah, using a vibrator. And then also jerking off just using her hand. Oh, God. So this was like it's, your biggest temptation. Oh, it was it was horrendous because there was, I was done. I was done. And then so I picked her up. And as soon as she got in the car, she jumped on me. What? She just, well, she what were you guys texting? So your guys are, you, you start sexting her back, right? Like, so she's sending right. you all this stuff yeah. and you're like, holy shit. Like, what are you saying back to her? Well, well I'm saying, first I'm saying things like, you know, what's your boyfriend going to think? And she said something like, depends, what's your wife going to think? And, she, and then she's like, uh, she's like, and she's asking how big is your cock? And I'm telling her how big my cock is. And I said, but I, and then I just start going into, you know, I wouldn't start off with my cock. I said, I'd start off doing this, this, and this. And she started getting really turned on. And then she started sending pictures. And she, it was kind of like a conversation between, you know, text and then pictures and then video. And then she's like, you got to pick me up. I'm dripping wet. I need that cock. And oh, my so God. I went, oh, yeah. And, and I'm, the whole time I'm thinking, like, this is, this, is, this is not happening. I said, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm thinking this is like, uh, you know, out of a movie. It's just not real. Yeah. And sure, I, I pull up to where she works and she gets in the car and she's just on me as soon as she gets in the car. And right. and, I, and so then we find a place to park and then it was just full on. I have to admit, I think doing it in the car, I haven't done it in the car since I was, you know, 16 or uh, yeah. rather 17. It was kind of you fun, know, so, right? Oh, yeah. It was, you know, that allure of that, you know, who might catch you. Totally. Um, I know. The whole thing sounds really hot. That's what's unfortunate. Like, that kind of sex. Oh. Cheating, illicit, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah, sometimes that's, like, the hottest kind of sex. Yeah. You know, I, you know let's, let's count it. She's 25 years younger than me. Right. Uh, we're both with other people. Uh, we're in a car. Um you know, it, it's it's just rolling all together, but it just the the chemistry that we had uh, just through texting and, and talking just followed through when we got next to each other. It was so you can feel the electricity. It was just boom. Right, you know? of course. Well, and obviously, with the pictures, obviously she was horny for you. You know, yeah. I mean, somehow, like, it just clicked for her and she wanted it. Maybe, you know, because you have a wife and you're you used to be her boss. Like, there's, you know, that's like kind of probably a hot situation for a 20 year old. Yeah. Well, she had said that she kind of had feelings for me when we worked together, but she never said it or alluded to it. And I said, you know, she said, and then she said, well, how did you feel about me? I said, I felt like you were somebody that worked for me and that. 
that's all it was. And she goes, well, what do you feel about now? And I was like, I think it's obvious right now as I'm balls deep inside her when she's asking me this. <laughs> Did you use a condom? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Okay, you did. Oh, yeah. I made a little pit stop on the way because I'm figuring, you know, if she is with somebody else, I, I don't know if she does it. Am I unique in this or <laughs> no, she does not. this with the people? You know, I don't know. And, and I didn't want I didn't want to know the answer. So I didn't ask. So, right. You wanted to feel special. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. you know what? When you get when you get older, you kind of look for that. Those certain little things that make you feel special like that. And boy, did I feel special. No, I, I made her feel special, too, several times. I know. I always ask guys, and I t- my guy friends, like, I feel like, you you know, all of you 40-something-year-olds, and fit, like, you're all born in the wrong time period because I think that um, if you were 25, you wouldn't even need to be feel special with that situation because it would be happening all the time. I think that it is just the way that people do business nowadays. Um, well, yes, I mean, I did this when I was in my 20s, but... The only difference is, is that when you're in your 20s, you don't think that it's ever going to slow down. Right. You know, you just think that it's, it's you're just going to keep on going. And then you get older and then you find one person and then it does slow down. And then you're like, oh, so this is what it used to be like. And it's a reminder of that. Well, that was that was terrible because it, it just set off the addiction like like just full, full on. And then. How long now, did you bang her in the car for? Did she let you do everything? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you fuck her in the ass? Uh, did you have anal? Oh, yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She wanted, she was like, she was just full on just screaming at the top of her lungs. And I'm thinking, thank God there was nobody in the area or the sound absorption in the car was very good because <laughs> she was loud. Wait, but wait, where and, were you parked? We were parked in the in, uh, at back end of a parking lot near, in between, like, like I don't know, the woods and, like, the dumpster. You couldn't see us unless you specifically drove there. Dumpster yeah. sex is the best sex. I've been near dumpsters <laughs> when I was young and drunk. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. It is bad. It's bad and good at the same time. Cause totally. When you're done, the car's, the car's all steamed up. The windows are wet. You go down to <laughs> the window to cool out. And then the stench hits you. are like, oh, damn, I'm going to put on the air conditioning instead. <laughs> so, so wait, she yeah, like, so tough. you, how many times did she have work? Like, how many times did you come with her? How many times did she? I, I came three times. I couldn't count how many times she came. But did how long were you in that car for? About an hour and a half. So, like, you would fuck, and then you'd talk, and then you'd fuck again, and then you'd talk. Or are you one of those that goes for the show the whole time and doesn't stop? Um, no, no, no. It, it, you know, after the initial burst, we had a little cool-down period where we were just talking about, you know, can't believe we're doing this kind of thing. And then it started up again. And then, you know, then it just kept going for a little bit. Right. Until- I find that there's two kinds of guys like there. I, I always I prefer to like screw and then you have an orgasm, then you talk a little bit, then you get horny again right. and then you do it. Right. But then I've, right. I've, I've met. Yeah. But, but there's some guys that do what they call the show. And I've met a couple guys like this uh, that and they just want to fuck and there's no stopping and they want you to get off like five times without them stopping. And they're just like going through like there's no break after you got like I don't like this. Sh- and I got to tell you, I don't like the show. I don't know why guys think that's so great. I think most people want to do like what you just said, like you screw, oh, right. you both come, you relax, you talk a little bit and then you start talking. And the more you talk, you get horny again and then you fuck again. Right. Like, isn't that I think I, that's better. Yeah. 
for me, that's more that it makes the next organ even higher that way. But I think that guys that do the show are guys that think that sex should be like a porno. Is, you know, where right. they go on and gone and then change to this and go on and go on and go on. You know, and, and I don't know, I, I, I've never cared for that kind of porn because you know it's fake and, you know, you know whatever the girl's saying is just, you know, because she's being paid to. Yeah, we talked about know? the Maverick guys. Like, I don't, like, a lot of porn out there is kind of boring because you know that they're just doing it for, por- you know, it's rare that you see people that are really right. into it. But no, the show thing, too, it puts pressure on the woman. Like, for me, I need to, a break. Like, I can't have multiple orgasms without stopping. You know what I mean? I get really sensitive afterwards. So I want, like, right. a break afterwards. And then I get turned on by talking. Like, I'm sure, like, you said you and her started to talk and she started to tell you that she was really into you in the past. You know, like when you start to have a conversation, you start to get right. horny for the person again. So I like right. that kind of thing. I can't go for an hour and a half with somebody wanting to get me off a million times without any stopping or anything. But I think that yeah, that's I, like a whole other show with a whole other problem with the guys that want the show. I think that there's something behind it. I, maybe there's some fear of inadequacy. Or intimacy, or actual intimacy, I think. Or both, right. Yeah, because that intimacy, I think that after you have an orgasm, like you you hang out and you talk, if if you feel comfortable like talking to someone and being with them, even if they're not someone that you're in love with, like whatever, like you could hang with them for a little bit and then you get horny again. But maybe they're the type that, you know, they don't want to see you afterward. (laughs) There's no connecting, you know? Yeah, we need that guy to call. Yeah, I know. I I know two of them, so maybe I'll try and get one of them on. So anyway, so you so fucked her every which way. Anal, she did yeah. everything, she blew you. And yeah, car sex is kind of good because you could get in the craziest positions, right? Yeah, 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 you know. And then, uh, you know, I I was driving a hatchback, so I could just put the seats down, and then you can lay down completely comfortably. Right. So it's, uh, yeah, it was really intense. And that was, that was the first, the first of seven that week the first of what seven 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 first of seven experiences yeah oh nice i knew this would be an interesting call i said unfortunately you fell off the wagon but fortunately for us you fell off the wagon yeah Yeah. (laughs) because we get some good hot stories so wait so you you screwed her and that was done how did you feel afterwards like on your drive home did you ever at any of this times feel bad or were you just on the rush of like wow this this is what i was i was i was i was i was on a rush and when i it's funny because i didn't feel bad until I got home, and there's, you know, remembrances of what I have at home. Pictures, clothes, you know what I mean? Yeah, your real life. So, right. So then when, so then, you know, I said, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. But it never fails that when I go back to work the next day, something else was coming up. And I would always do it once I left work. What do you mean? When you, what did you say? When you passed what? It, in other words, it, it, I would, I would be okay. Go back to work the next day, right? Yeah. And then somebody would contact me, and it would start all up again. It was weird. It was like this weird um, uh, public unconscious wave that went out to exes and and people that I was familiar with that were kind of sort of into it. I believe that. Just started, you know, just started like like maybe (laughs) that. Like, I released some kind of mega pheromone out to people who live miles away or I haven't heard from in a long time, <laughs> all of a sudden to just, hey, how you doing? How you been? And then I was like, oh, no. And, and certain ones I just could not say no to. I really um, believe in that weirdo energy thing. I really do. I really feel yeah. like people could smell like opportunity and availability and unavailability from a mile away. So who contacted you the next day? Like what happened the next day? So so the next day, um, yeah, I was still talking with her last night. It was great, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she sent me some other pictures of what I had done to her after afterwards and you mean like and, a pussy uh, shot of like how yeah. raw she was? Oh my God. Yeah. You know, how wet she was and a couple of uh, uh, little hickey marks and such. So that, that like started it up again at work. And then um, I got a, a text from a girl that I used to, I would only fuck after we were out at a club together. Like we never dated, but we'd run into each other at the same clubs. 
and then we would fuck afterwards. Right. So um, she all of a sudden, out of the blue, just now this girl was this girl was so hot because she kind of looked like Rihanna with longer hair. You Rihanna. Know? Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, she she wasn't like I like tend to like girls with big breasts, and she did not have big breasts. But there was something about her that was just so sultry that you know she was she wasn't fully black. She was mulatto of some kind. I don't know if her mom or her dad was white or something. But she just had like those Halle Berry kind of. She was she was stunning. Right. And um, so she sends me text. Hey, how have you been? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, pretty good. What are you up to? And she's and then boom, she goes right into it. She goes, I've been missing that cock of yours for so long. Oh and my I was like, god. Hey, Wait, how many years were you sober for from sex? Uh, about three and a half. Three and a half years. So you haven't yeah. you hadn't banged her in like four years. Okay, so she says I'm missing right. your cock. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like because her what she really liked was um, she really liked when I went down on her, then fucked her, but she could only come after I stuck it in her ass, and I can feel her orgasm. While my cock was in her ass. And that used to just set me off. I was done at that point. Right. So she'd make so, you go down on her and then screw her in the ass. Right. I'd go down on her. I'd fuck her in the vagina first. That kind of ramped her up until the point where she's begging for me to stick it in her ass. I was very happy to oblige. And then she would actually start to orgasm. As soon as I stuck it in her ass. Yeah, well, the anal sex, okay, I have to tell you, you come the fastest from it. There's just so many nerve endings. If people, women that don't, uh, like, enjoy anal, they don't know how to do it properly or they don't understand, like, they have to, like, be really, really aroused, you know, and there's certain ways to do it. I feel like so many people don't enjoy it because they don't, you know, a guy just thinks he's just going to stick his dick in your ass, you know, before you're really horny. If you're really horny and something goes in there, like, forget about it. It's like I, right. you come to it like in two seconds because it's your, well, there's so many nerve endings in there. That's what she did, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, that was, um, that was like, oh, yeah, I remember doing this. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot how good this was. So, and, <laughs> and then... It, the weird again the weirdest thing I get a um, uh, a notification via email about a reunion a high school reunion oh my god and two girls that I had seen back when I was in high school reach out to me right well needless to say did both of those girls too one uh, they both live in my old hometown so I went and visited them each in their own place. Uh, on the same day, and did it with them. Only to find out the one girl who she didn't admit to me at the time, but it turns out I had taken her virginity. <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is, was now she likes anal sex. You know, mm -hmm. twenty twenty something years later, she's she turns over and she's like, "I want you to put it in there." I'm like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yes." And so again, anal sex again. Here we go. Were they married? Were these girls married? Um, the one girl was married and divorced. The other girl's never been married. Well, wait, it gets worse. So there was another night when it, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what day it was. I think it was, a, it was a day when I got out early. So I get out early, and there was um, another girl that I used to date for a while back. Again, pops up on Facebook, sends me a private message. Hey, how you been? Uh, um, she lives in the city now, but she was visiting friends mm -hmm. in Rockland in Rockland County. You know where Rockland County is. Totally, so, totally. So she says, "I'm going to be at such and such place tonight. Do you want to stop by?" Sure, I do. Get out of work, go up to Rockland County, and I tag her. Except oh. with her, she was always very, very needy, like very wants. I want to cuddle afterwards. <laughs> but what what I didn't tell her was I decided to see if I could pull off a trifecta. What do you mean? This, you uh, wanted two uh, more it, girls after her. Well, it ended up being three more girls after her. Oh, my God. So Who let me explain what happened. Okay. So I all day at work, I'm texting with two, uh, two other girls. Uh, one girl was from a dating site. For, uh, two of the girls were from a dating site from a way back. 
and um, they had reached out to me sometime prior, but I just kind of ignored them. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to them, and it just so happens that the timing was, you know, perfect that I can go from, and I'm going to name some towns. I don't know if you're familiar with the towns, but I went from, um, let's see, New City uh-huh. to to Hackensack to <laughs> I know Mosaic <laughs> to, to um, Vernon. To where? Oh, to Vernon. That's yeah. really far. Well, that was that's the one I that's the one I how I ended the night with because that was closest for me to go home from. Oh. <laughs> so I, I I go to Rockland County. I have a couple of drinks with a girl. Take her back to her friend's place, and we fuck in her friend's mother's bed, and we leave a mess. And so she's like, "Dick, well, you know, why don't you stay?" Blah blah. I'm like, "No, no, no. I have to go. I have to work early tomorrow." This is the needy like, girl. Want- this is the needy girl. Right. Okay. She's like, but you know, I was hoping to do it again. I said, listen, I'll call you tomorrow. I'll come by tomorrow, and I promise I'll stay. And so she's like, okay. And then she tried to like do it one more time. So I let her go down on me, but I didn't finish. So I said, listen, if you go down on me, I'm going to be really tired, and I have a long ride home. So <laughs> you just needed to that. save your jizz for the other girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, because oh. by the end of the night, I'll be shooting dust. Right. So. <laughs> So, excuse me. So, I then shoot down to Hackensack. Now, my relationship with this girl was, we met on a dating website, and she gave me the old line, you know, I never have guys over here on the first date kind of thing. Right. So, that that was way back when, like three and a half years ago. So, she's like, when I get there, the lights are off, candles are lit, trail to the bedroom. That's all <laughs> she wanted. So, again, more than happy to oblige. In fact, when she comes, and she comes so hard... She, she, she's like a guy. She just passes right out. So I was able to to just, you know, grab my shit and go. And I uh, just left her a, a little note. Um, I left a note by the refrigerator says, saying, uh, thanks for a good time last night. I'll pass on the sandwich. And then I just left. Oh, my God. So, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so, then, um, so then I head to um, Passaic, which is kind of heading back towards Vernon. And this girl wanted a relationship at first and when we had started dating i knew she was kind of a little crazy mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't it wasn't until um i got out one night with some friends and it was totally innocuous friends of mine both guys and girls i've been friends with for years and we went bowling or something like that and because i had pictures on facebook of us together at this bowling she flipped the shit on me and um, then, then I said, you know what, this is not going to work out. I already had one crazy. I don't need another. Right. So, but when I reached out to her, she 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 had said already. Uh, she reached back out to her. She had said to me, "Check, oh, you know, I've been kind of lonely. I've been thinking about our past relationship and where we're wrong. I understand that you know it was probably my fault. Blah blah blah." She's like, "Are you free to come by?" And so that was the next stop. So I went to her apartment and. You know, we we had a little bit of small talk, which I was grateful for because it gave me a chance to recharge my batteries for a fourth time. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the next thing you know, she kicks the dog out of the bedroom, and she's on top of me, and we're just going at it like we had in the past. And um, and then uh, I, I, I made her orgasm uh, twice, and then she was waiting for me to orgasm, and I was like, like you know what i want this to be about you you know the orgasm you know yeah i was like i I said listen for me it's not about the the orgasm because that's the end of the ride it's about the whole journey there i fed her this load of shit and she ate it with two heaping spoonfuls and then she's like i've never had somebody who just cared about my own needs like that oh my god this is what's bad about me doing this podcast let me just tell you because i talk to so many guys and i get all these little you know tidbits of information and i store them in my brain so in the future now if any guy ever tries to tell me like oh don't worry i don't need to come i'm gonna be like you probably fucked four girls before you got here yeah and got one in the wings yeah and you're on your way (laughs) so so then i leave her and then i go to the last place in vernon and this girl was head over heels for me mm-hmm. um, before I met my wife, and I kind of broke her heart. 
but she had reached out to me. Um, I don't know. There's a, a, a movie she had wanted to see. And I said, listen, I get out of work late, but I don't think I can make the movie, but I think I can stop by. And sure enough, she was the same way, chatted up a little bit. And she had this really weird quirk. And it's kind of sexy that while while I was penetrating her, uh-huh. if I ran if I ran my hands down her back to the small of her back, it gave her an orgasm. Really? Oh, yeah. It was one of those things where as soon as it went down to the small of her back, those little divots right above the ass cheeks, it would just give her an orgasm. So I remember that, and I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And then so I did that to her right. and left her just spent. And then I, I came myself because I figured, you know what, I'm going to want to get some sleep anyway. And... uh I finished with her and then went home, and I'm telling you, man, I was—I have to admit, I was a little sore. I haven't done that. That was four. I—I I completed a trifecta plus one, a quafactor, I guess you'd call it. I know. Have you went in during your like, you know, full-on sex addictions days? Did you used to do this regularly, or was that like, had you ever done a quatrac? What did you call it? <laughs> <laughs> a quafecta. A quafecta. Yeah, I've done the I've done the trifectas before. I never really pulled off a quafecta, unless you count, you know, um, um, having a, a threesome twice in so, one day. Yeah. Right. Um, Interesting. You know, when so, you hear these so, stories, it just sounds like so much fun. It's so sad that it's like a it's like a problem, really. Like you know, that's like you have a sexual addiction, and this is a supposedly like a bad thing. Yet when you hear these stories, it just sounds like wow, you had a great time. I did, and then there there was uh, I forget what happened. I can't remember if I I got stood up because one of the girls I was supposed to bang again uh, canceled on me for whatever reason. Uh huh. Um, and, and we had been talking all day, and I was all charged up. And so I went to goodoldbackpage.com, and I found the hottest tranny. Oh, my God. She was smoking hot. She didn't – in fact, I, I, I had to look at her several times because there was nothing male left on this girl. Right. She was just 100% girl, and and uh, I went, and I said, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck a tranny tonight. To, to pay homage to my really bad days, and that's why I did a fucking tranny on one of the nights. And oh my god, she was just—you know—some of the girls they post these pictures, and the lighting's just right, you know, just like the girl hookers do. Except, you know, you can still say, okay, that's—you know—she's got a paunch like a guy, or you know, that Adam's apple is kind of big. But this girl—I don't know what she had, where she had her work done, but damn, was she hot. She looked and, like a uh, chick. So you knew. I mean, oh, for yeah. people that didn't listen to your first call, I mean, when you, you know, before you went sober from sex, like you fucked trannies, like you did all that kind of stuff. So, right? Like that yeah. was your thing. Yeah. Did you fuck straight yeah. guys too? Like, did you? Um, no, but I let straight guys blow me through glory holes. Oh, really? Where'd you find the glory holes? I was obsessed, not obsessed with glory holes, but I think the glory hole thing is like kind of hilarious. Like I just did a little research on it one time. Where yeah, did you it, do it the? It is hilarious. Where it did reminds you... me of Porky's. Remember yeah. the movie Porky's? But one time, like yeah, but I went. Well, there was a day where I was thinking, like, for women, like, if you know, because sometimes, like, you know, for as a woman, like, I just want to get fucked, right? But I, if I don't like anybody or I don't want to kiss, like, you know, like, you just want like that part of the body, but you don't want the rest of it, you know, because if you don't really right. like like that person, you don't want the hairy chest and the ugly face and the breath and right. all that stuff. So you know, I was right. joking with a friend, like, you know, maybe that glory hole thing where you just get the thing that you need from the guy, you That's know what I mean? It. But you don't don't get the the, the the grossness around it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about the guy's beer belly or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You don't have to look him in the face. Like, there's something you know, to that glory. Whoever thought of the glory. I need. That's what I need to do. I need to Google to see, like, who thought of the glory hole. Because it's such yeah. a, it's a... So you got blown by guys in glory hole. Where did you find I, the glory hole? I don't holes? know. I'm assuming they're guys, but on Craigslist. You can find them on Craigslist. But where are they? Yeah. Are they like in? Um, um, usually, sometimes they're in homes. Usually, they're in hotels. In hotels? Yeah, they can be in hotels. Like, like seedy hotels, like you know, sex. Um, no. Well, I mean, you can go to a seedy hotel, but the ones I went to weren't seedy hotels. They were nice hotels. But what do you mean? Are they like? Do they? They don't have glory holes set up in the bathroom in the hotel to the other no, room. No, no. All right. You know how when you walk into a hotel, it's usually the bathroom. 
and then there's like a little bit of a wall of the closet, uh-huh. and then it opens up into the, the you know the actual bedroom part. Yeah. They'll they'll put a sheet covering that entrance from where you walk in, like yeah. the foyer, so speak to where the beds are, uh-huh. and that's where the feet will be, and then that's where the hole will be, and you just step in. The ho- so there's in. a sheet. Yeah. And you oh so so they you advertise so people advertise this on Craigslist. Yeah. Real. I mean, you're saying this like everyone knows. Okay, we're not in your world. So, like, and I want to know how this works. Okay, this is not. We're not okay. talking about where you buy donuts. Okay, we're talking about. Well, like, it's Craigslist. You can find anything on Craigslist. I know. I just find callers on Craigslist. Okay. So, so, but where do they advertise? Uh, um, I you know the personal section. Okay, so they advertise like glory holes, and so is it? Do you assume that it's like one guy? That puts it out, and he just has different people coming to his hotel, and he's behind. Or is there multiple guys behind that sheet? It it could be anything. You what know, was your experience? Thing, um, I think it was a guy. I didn't know. I didn't care. No, I just put my dick in the hole, came and left. Right, and then and do they have multiple? Like, are is someone coming in when you're going out, or are you there by yourself? Um, when I was there, I was there by myself. Right. You know, um, but I have heard like, you know, some some guys advertising or, or when you're corresponding with them, they'll say they'll say, hey, do you mind if there's a, a you know, somebody else in there with you kind of thing? Right. Because they're you booking know, they're, like they're booking people. It's like me booking right. shows like you got to like right. <laughs> set a schedule. And, and, and I didn't want to have any part of somebody. I didn't like the idea of somebody behind me. Like, well, I was getting, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That I couldn't that I couldn't see because I didn't know, you know. Right, but that's the thing about sex addiction, right? It's that, um, you know, eventually it leads to all these other things because you need more and more to get you off, right? After like right. two, th- th- you know, two threesomes in a day or having trifectas or whatever that is, you, like after a while, because you've done, been there, done that, right? You need more sort of naughty things to do. So you right. got to go to like, like eventually you went to the trannies and the glory holes. Like what was the, right. what was like the worst you did? Or the farthest you went? Um, the trannies? The glory holes? I mean, does I, it... I, would, I, I would probably say, you know, I think the glory holes are so anonymous that it's like you you can justify it out of your mind. Like, you don't care what's happening through the hole. I think for me, probably the tranny thing was, you know, the... the um, Right, the most illicit. Right, but in a way, right, the most taboo. But in a way, that's like what you're looking for, right? Like you need that. Like at that point, like nothing else was like giving you that rush, right? Yeah, I had so much pussy that I was like, I need something different. Right, you You weren't getting the same rush from it. Right, you know. Um, and even in this time it, period, look at how it how interesting it is your addiction. Like it comes back in within seven days, or like how long is the time period that you've been off the what? Like that all these seven different episodes happen. Uh, it happened in the span of a week. Right. So in one week, <laughs> you went from yeah. the beginning to the end. You went from like yeah. pussy to trannies. Like I mean, it probably yeah. took you a lot longer to get there before. <laughs> it did. It did. It was you know a a, a long, slow, gradual crescendo. But this time it was just like a rocket, you know, <laughs> in one week. So the tranny. And so you fuck the tranny in the. Do you blow the tranny? Like, do you do gay sex with the tranny? I mean, because the tranny has the um, cock, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. She had a nice one, too. I have to admit. Right. So you're bi. You consider yourself bi? Mm, you know, I, I, if you want to follow the definition, if I've ever been with somebody with a penis, then I guess the answer would have to be yes. But I don't really consider myself bi because I don't. I don't actively seek that. But you just you said know, like, she had a really nice cock. That's not. That's oh, yeah. a very bi well, thing had, to she say. She had really. She had very nice breasts too. Does that make me straight heterosexual too? No, I no, mean, no. But bi you know, means you're into. You were into the tits and you're into the cock. I mean, you could say you're bi. Why you have a you have a thing with that? I no, I mean, call me bi. I would. I wouldn't necessarily. I guess. I guess again, maybe the denial part of it is you know denying the addiction part and then denying that, you know, I could be bi is also a part of that. Right. But, you know, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't crave a cock. You know what I mean? It's like, but that you part crave, me. right. What it was though, is the taboo. Like this is a woman that has right. a cock, right? I mean, a, the cock right. is a part of it though. 
right? Yeah, no, it is. And and I also got off watching her come, right? You know, because I because I I know that I have pleased her, him, her. Right, but her. you don't you don't blow her, no, or anything no, no, like no. that. Because you know, I do a jizz no, quiz. My I jizz did. quiz this month is going to be or this week is going to be. Um, whether, you know, you as a man, it's for men to answer the question is whether you'll make out with a girl after she blows you and swallows your cum. Because I noticed that guys, a couple of guys that I know, like they don't want to kiss me after it. And like, what's your why are guys like sort of opposed to that? Will you kiss a girl like you could be the no. first person that takes my jizz quiz. Will you kiss a girl yes. after she swallows your jizz? Yes. Oh, I thought you said no. Because, I was going to be shocked. Oh, no, no. I, I, no, no. I will you kiss like a girl it. after well, it's not that I like it, but you know what? If she's going to kiss me after I go down on her, it would be incredibly rude for me not to kiss her after she's gone down on me. Yeah, no, I, we talked about this before. Yeah. I think it's actually hot. I like to make out with a guy after he goes down on me. There's something hot about it. Um, I just yeah. don't know why some guys are so, like, freaked out about it, that. Because I think that, I think it's a, a part of homophobia where yeah. if they have any kind of semen in their own mouth, then they must be gay. Yeah, they think, think that. Yeah, exactly. Subconsciously. I don't think it's in the forefront of their brain. I just think it's in the back of their brain. Right, because they're and like, they just eat. Question. They'll eat your ass. They'll do all these things, but they're like, oh, no, I won't. Yeah. I won't, like, touch my own cum after you swallowed it. Like, God forbid. You're talking about guys who will drink out of dirty beer cans or pick food out of a garbage. But the kids you have to have down on them. No, we don't want to do that. Right, right, right. That's my jizz quiz, though. But anyway, so the tranny, you don't blow the tranny, but you got off on it. But you fuck the tranny in the ass, I, right? Oh, yeah. And you I, like, yeah, and, and, I, and, I, uh, and I jerked her off, too, to help her come. Right. And does she fuck you in the ass? Yes. No, no. No. No, I, it, that, no that's, that, for me, has never had any kind of um, sexual gratification or you know you don't like want tried, anal for yourself yeah you know you know i tried with a finger or two but it just doesn't it never really did anything for me so it was like okay that's just not me yeah i'm surprised because i think you know an ass is an ass i think assholes like whether you're a man or a woman are the same you know and um, um i would think I, that I, you should be able to derive a pleasure as much pleasure as anybody else can I'll, I'll disagree with that statement only because yeah. I think that people's assholes vary as much as women's vaginas vary. You think? And then, yeah. Oh, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I can tell you that when I'm going down on a woman, right? I can tell how she can have an orgasm by where her clit is in relationship to the opening of the vagina, and when I have my fingers inside her, finding out where her sensitive spots are in relation to where the opening of the vagina is. Some girls can only have uh, um, a penetrate orgasm. Uh, some girls can only have an oral orgasm. Right. Some girls can have a combination of the, of the two of them. Um, and the same thing, like, uh, on a, like, for me, like, I get off, like, the, the head of my penis is not as sensitive as part of the shaft. Right. So if a girl's concentrating a blowjob on me on the head of my penis, okay, you might as well be licking my elbow. But <laughs> if she goes all the way down the shaft, mm-hmm. then I'm in. Then right. that's what gets me off is, is like the, the part beneath the helmet to, uh, you know, halfway down is, is a sensitive part for me. So. Right. So you, but you think I get that pussies inside are different because there's different places for G spots and there's you know, but I think like the asshole is just this, like really tight, like real small squeeze. But I just think that there's so many nerve endings in there. So that's what I think just you know makes it like sort of an equal opportunity pleasure zone. No. Um, I mean it's possible. I mean, I, for me, I'm gonna I research know, I it. You know, I mean. I, you know, listen, there's millions of gay men that'll tell you, tell me that I'm wrong. Right. And because oh, no. you're, the, the reason why it's interesting to ask you is because, you know, you're not homophobic in the slightest, right? Like, you, yeah. you'll, no, so no. that's why it's like, you know, if there could be pleasure in your ass to be had, you probably would have felt it. But for some oh, reason, yeah. you're not, oh, you yeah. don't get into it. Okay, but yeah. wait, because we're already at an hour, and I, and I don't like them to be too long. My podcast to be too long, but I do want to get to your actual issue here which is the fact that like you're still in sex addict mode i could tell by our conversation right i mean like like what are you gonna do where has your wife been this whole week that whole week first of all 
she was uh, visiting relatives. Okay, so where are you at right now? Like, what's your deal? Right. Where am I at physically or where am no. I at? In, where, in... <laughs> where are you at in this problem? Like, you fell off the wagon, right? And so, like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Everything's great. But you are married. Right. You have a, a kid. What? What's right. your plans? Like, are you still going to be fucking other people? Are you no, going to meetings? No. no, no, I don't believe in that meeting stuff. I, I just think, um, it, it, listen, the meetings work for some people. I just know what I did was wrong. And then just having her around, having the kid around is just a constant reminder of what I can lose. So that's enough to just keep it at bay. You think? Yeah, well, I was, you know, three and a half years, not a problem. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what, the mulatto girl actually stopped by my house wanting it one day. And I was able to tell her no. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it was just a matter of just not putting yourself in that, in, in that situation, which I failed at miserably. So no more separate vacations. Right. You know what it is? You open the door slight, like you just, it just, that door was open slightly and the opportunity came in and then it was completely open. And now if oh, you I close it again, that. you could just go back, right? Um, yeah, I can close it and go back. That's not a problem for me. But it's are you going, just, so you're not going to screw anybody else? Like those seven no, instances, I, like you're done. Yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, they've, they've reached out to me since, and I've, I've rebuked them just saying, you know, I, it was fun, it, it just wouldn't work out, and such a, you know, and a few of them know that I'm married, and they don't care. Of course. Um, but, but most of them were understanding. They were like, you yeah, know, we get it. Right. You know. So, so you think you'll be able to be on, stay on the other side again? I'll only make an exception for you, Kathy. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, but I think um, I, I think I can, yeah. Yeah, as you long should. As I just, just, you know, just not, just not put myself in that position where it can, it can happen again. I'll be fine. You know, I, I like to think that this side of me, this, this dark, like uh, Dexter says, this dark passenger that I have can stay hidden and stay buried for a long time. Yeah, keep it buried for another three and a half years. But if you don't, this is the thing. <laughs> if for some reason... <laughs> I you, have to call Kathy. Yeah, if for some reason, because it's the great stories for the podcast, and this is like real life, and this is what people like to hear about. You know, if for some reason you fall off the wagon again, you give us a call. Yeah, I keep I, saying I us and we as if I'm like, it's me and Tommy, but it's not. But it, it, It's just you and the other voices in your head you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's just me and you. But no, there's like us as like the people that are listening. So please yes. call again. Oh. Give us an update. Give me an update regardless if like, you know, in six months that you're at least staying clean. All right. So I'm glad that you're off the wagon. I'm glad that you fell off the wagon. It was very interesting for us. And um, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Look forward to it. All right. Bye. All right, take care. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? To anyone, to anyone. Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.